Greetings and salutations, everyone. Welcome back to the Old Head Podcast. For those of you that might be new to this little podcast, I am Steven, and I'm just an old dude who really likes talking about rock and roll and the like. For those of you who have listened before, you may have noticed that last week there was no episode, and that was because I was actually finishing up working on my own music. I have a little project that's called Supporting Actor, and it's a little more on the heavy alternative rock side of things. And last week, I was working on finishing up my new EP, and that will be coming out on the 15th of this month, which, if you're listening to this in the future, February 15th, 2019. So, go check it out. Uh, On Facebook, I'm Supporting Actor. On Instagram, I'm SupportingActor.Official. Go check it out, in case you are curious about whether or not I can put my money where my mouth is. Also... Please, please, please subscribe, comment, like, do all the things that you may do on whatever platform you happen to be enjoying this on, and I hope you are enjoying it. And also feel free to send me an email with a suggestion, a question, whatever it might be, at oldheadpodcast at gmail.com, or in the comments below if you're listening to this on YouTube. You can do anything from ask me a personal question, recommend an album for me to listen to and talk about, recommend a topic, tell me I suck, whatever. Just let me know you're out there. Now, let's jump into this week's topic. So I realize that a lot of the people who have been listening to this podcast so far seem to be those that aren't metalheads like I am, and It got me thinking that in the grand scheme of things, when it comes to the term metalhead, it always leaves a little bit of a sour taste in my mouth. And that's because as much as I love the music, I've always felt like kind of an outsider. And I'll get into that a little bit later, but today I thought I would present something I would like to call an outsider's guide to metal. Outsider meaning me? An outsider meaning some of you. So um, let's talk about where metal comes from. Where did it start? Now, if you bothered to look up that question on the internet, it's most likely going to give you the name Black Sabbath. And I agree with this. I agree that Black Sabbath was the first band that started the ball rolling with the kind of music that would become heavy metal. So Black Sabbath was formed in 1968, and initially they were more of a blues rock kind of band, and they were into more of the rock and roll sound. Ozzy has been very vocal about saying that he was very inspired by the Beatles. And really, if you want to talk about what became metal, you can't ignore things that the Beatles did. Helter Skelter is a really good example, or even the Kinks. The Kinks with You Really Got Me, I mean, is, that's got to be one of the earliest like real riffs in a song. That song is amazing. But you can't discount those things that led up to where Black Sabbath started. So eventually Black Sabbath got a little heavier and the riffs started to become a big part of the songs. But it wasn't just them doing it at the time. You could also 
single out Deep Purple as a band that's very important from around that time. But they, to me, weren't quite as influential. They were more of another seed that was planted somewhere in the same garden, for lack of a better analogy. And if for some reason you're not very aware of the Black Sabbath sound, I would absolutely start with the album Paranoid. Although it's not my favorite, my favorite is Sabbath Bloody Sabbath. Both are good ones, but it gives you an idea of the style and the kind of riffs that would eventually birth what became the traditional heavy metal sound. But before that ever kind of really solidified, there were other bands that were happening that were equally as important to what became heavy metal. Now, I'm going to be a little controversial here, and I'm going to talk about a band that everyone considers a heavy metal band, but I do not, because overall the music that they made was hard rock music that influenced metal. That band is Judas Priest. Judas Priest, not a bad band, but if you go back to their early stuff, some of it was heavy, but you could easily compare it to how heavy Deep Purple was. It wasn't anything new or groundbreaking. It was just a good band that helped usher in this new sound. Other bands that weren't metal that also helped the sound, in my opinion, were bands like the MC5 and the Sex Pistols, punk rock, although some metal bands from back in the day will not admit it, the urgency and the aggression and the speed of punk rock is very important in my opinion to what came after but before we get there i would have to mention another very important band in the development of the heavy metal sound and that is a band formed in 1975 known as motorhead and they released their first album in 1977 which was around the same time that the big punk rock thing was happening overseas and just like those bands, Motorhead was fast and loud and aggressive and absolutely important in the development of heavy metal. Now let's move on to the band that, in my opinion, is the beginning of what is actually heavy metal. They also formed in 1975 in the UK, and their first two albums have a lot in common with the punk rock sound while still sounding like this fresh, new, heavy sort of style. And that band is Iron Maiden. And around the time that they released their first album in 1980, there was what I'm sure is widely considered the first big boom of heavy metal bands, and that is the new wave of British heavy metal. And those bands were directly responsible for heavy metal moving to America. Now, that's when I get a little more passionate about what we're going to be talking about, because I was born in 1978, and then in the 80s, that's when I started hearing these bands, and the bands that I was hearing were the American metal bands. And the band that was the most vocal about the influence that the new wave of British heavy metal had on them was a band from San Francisco called Metallica. And Metallica, arguably, is the band that ushered in thrash metal 
which for those of you who have been listening, is my favorite subgenre of metal. So to quickly sum up the sound of thrash metal, if you started off with a bluesier, heavier sound with Black Sabbath, and it got faster and more technical with Iron Maiden, you would take that up many notches with thrash metal. The riffs got faster, the distortion on the guitars was cranked up, so there was a nice little crunchy sound. You had two guitars playing the rhythm, making it really full and heavy, and it was even faster and more aggressive than what Iron Maiden had been doing. And really, when it began, it was really only coming out of two areas, one of those being the Bay Area, with bands like Metallica and Exodus, and then from the New York area with bands like Anthrax. Now, very quickly, Thrash became an underground phenomenon and birthed many other bands, to name a few, Testament, Death Angel, Forbidden, Megadeth, Nuclear Assault, Sacred Reich. The list could go on and on because there were also a lot of smaller bands that I think were equally as good. But in the end, it all boiled down to four bands, which are considered the big four of thrash, and that is Metallica, Megadeth, Slayer, and Anthrax. And also in the early 80s, at around the same time, there was a subgenre of a subgenre that was being born. And this one was more directly related to the punk rock sound, and that is the crossover thrash sound which was made popular by bands like Suicidal Tendencies and DRI, etc. But they wore their punk-slash-hardcore influences on their sleeve, whereas the more straightforward thrash bands, they were all about the new wave of British heavy metal, and some of them, most notably Slayer, were a little more influenced by bands like Venom, and that sound was darker and more aggressive and would eventually build up and split off into two other heavy metal subgenres, one of which is the black metal sound, and then the other is death metal. Now, there are differences. The biggest one being black metal is kind of shit. Go ahead, say what you want. It really is. There's some good black metal out there, but the majority of it seems just as phony and manufactured as many of the hair metal bands that came out at the same time. I mean, really, both are subgenres of metal, and both types of music decided they wanted to wear a lot of makeup and have a particular image, and the image was way more important than the music. So if you're going to talk shit about hair metal, you got to talk shit about black metal. But at least the hair metal guys were trying to make good music, and push themselves as musicians. So yes, I am a fan of the glam slash hair metal era, but I don't think that's as important to what heavy metal actually is because that was going off into the land of pop music, and there's nothing wrong with pop music, but if I'm not going to give Judas Priest their spot in my heavy metal canon, that I am definitely not going to give Motley Crue or Cinderella their spot, even though I do love those bands... But let's not get ahead of ourselves. Just like I did with Black Sabbath, I'm going to give some recommendations for those of you who are not as familiar with the era of music that I was just referring to. So here are some albums to check out. For Iron Maiden, the album Killers with their original singer Paul Diano 
is my favorite, although most people would argue that Bruce Dickinson is the better vocalist of Iron Maiden. So yeah, go ahead and listen to The Number of the Beast while you're at it. Both are amazing albums. And then getting into the thrash world with Metallica, if you listened to the last episode, you would have heard me talk about Ride the Lightning, which is my favorite Metallica album. And to be fair, any thrash metal album you can find that was made between 1984 and 1989 is going to be some level of awesome. So just dive in because there's so much good shit from that era. But let's move on to the subgenre that I mentioned a little bit earlier that was bubbling up and started to really come together in the late 80s, and that is death metal. So now the sound of death metal took what was happening with thrash metal and turned it up even more to where not only was the subject matter becoming more extreme, the way that the vocals were being used was more extreme with the guttural growling kind of vocals, but also the riffs were becoming darker, drummers were starting to incorporate the blast beat, which just made everything very chaotic, but at the same time, it needed to be very precise for it to be pulled off successfully. Now, if you try to go out today and look up death metal bands, you're going to find yourself faced with the daunting task of weeding through multiple sub-genres of death metal. Some of it will be called tech death. Some of it will be called brutal death metal. Some of it will be called progressive death metal. So it's a bit of a chore. Let me make it easier for you. The bands with those labels, for the most part, are not worth your time. Some of them are. Most of them aren't. Originally, the big boom of death metal was coming out of the Florida area. And I'm talking about bands like Cannibal Corpse, Morbid Angel, Obituary, Deicide. These are my big four of death metal. And all these bands began in the mid to late 80s. And it's important to point out that while all of these bands began and carried on that death metal sound, they are all unique bands. At that point, death metal was death metal. You didn't need to fucking chop it up so goddamn much. Am I passionate about this? Yes, because it's ridiculous. But let's not dwell on that too much. Let's go back to where it kind of began. Morbid Angel started around 1983. And then the vocalist that ended up sort of solidifying their sound, David Vincent, joined in 86. And they released their first album, Altars of Madness, in 1989. Now, they were a little more on the occult side of things, saying a lot about Satan. Death metal isn't always about Satan. Sometimes it is. And then, around the same time, 84, the fine gentleman who would form the band Obituary got together and they started using the name Obituary around 88, and then they put out their first album, Slowly We Rot, in 1989, and Obituary was way more of a gory horror kind of thing, which was similar to one of the most important bands in death metal, in my opinion, and that is Cannibal Corpse. Cannibal Corpse actually formed in New York and then moved to Florida, so I'm including them in this whole Florida thing. But they formed in 1988 and released their first album, Eaten Back to Life, in 1990. And then around the same time, the band Deicide formed 
and they released their self-titled debut album in 1990. And Deicide is the most evil of death metal bands. That is as satanic as it comes. Well, I'm sure somebody out there could find me 20 other bands that are probably more satanic, but whatever. It doesn't matter. It was perfected with Deicide, and they influenced all of those fucking bands. So if you want to go listen to some music from that era, I would highly recommend the album Cause of Death by Obituary, Legion by Deicide, The Bleeding by Cannibal Corpse. If you listened to that last episode, I talked about that album a little bit. And then Morbid Angel with the best-selling death metal album of all time, Covenant. So go check those albums out if you're so inclined. But my previous outburst about the slicing and dicing of metal into all these little subgenres brings me to the point of why I feel like an outsider in metal. And that's because I've never been the kind of person that feels the need to exclude things from my life. Now, if you're talking about racism, homophobia, sure, exclude those fucking things. I'm talking about in music. There's no reason to be elitist when it comes to quote-unquote art, in my opinion. So once I got into metal... And I was already into hard rock like Van Halen and Def Leppard, and I was already into hip-hop. I was really into hip-hop in the 80s. So when I got into heavy metal, as much as I loved a ton of the bands and so much of the music, eventually down the line, I started to realize that a lot of these metalheads are complete dickholes. And because of that dickholishness, heavy metal started to get chopped up and overanalyzed. And because of that, you had these people that considered themselves quote-unquote purists, and they wanted every album by a particular band to sound exactly the same, no matter what. And I just don't roll that way. I was into grunge when it was happening. I was perfectly okay with Metallica stretching their wings and trying to be a little more commercial. Did I like the earlier stuff better? Of fucking course I did. But I still understand why bands want to branch out. And to be honest, the bands that did and had their missteps and their failures, those bands have actually stuck with me longer because I feel like they weren't just rehashing the same shit to keep some moron who writes for a fanzine happy. And so once we got later on in the 90s and into the 2000s, it was just random metal bands that would catch my attention because a lot of it just started to get so unfun and samey. Now out of the bands that actually rose to the top of everything in my opinion in the 90s, obviously that was Pantera. And then in the early 2000s, that title easily goes to the band Mastodon, but I feel like we've strayed a bit too far for your average non-metalhead. But just to give you an idea, all of the really important metal that's gonna be made has already been made. You could draw a line at about 1995. That's even going a little bit late, but I'd say that's probably pretty good. Now, there are plenty of modern metal bands that I do enjoy, but most of them are the ones that do carry on that spirit of progression 
and experimentation and following your gut when it comes to making music. And to be fair, it's all just subjective anyway. It's my opinion. I like all things heavy and energetic and passionate. I don't care what genre it falls into. But I feel that heavy metal in general is the most heavy, the most energetic, and the most passionate that music can get. And so maybe it makes sense that so many of these metalheads want to just grind things down to a fine powder and make it to where if you want to get into it, you really got to dig. But hey, try not to be such a dickhole about it. So I guess that's a good place to stop. I hope some of you got something out of this. I hope some of you feel inclined to go and listen to some of this music and give it a chance if you haven't before. And if you like it or don't like it or whatever, leave me some comments below if you're listening to this on YouTube or send me an email at oldheadpodcast at gmail.com. Let me know why I totally suck for not liking black metal or for not really considering Judas Priest a heavy metal band. Come on, throw it at me. Or don't. Either way, I'm just glad that you listened, and I'm glad that I live in a time where I can just spew my bullshit into a microphone, and people will listen, and some people might like it. So, thanks for listening. I sincerely appreciate it, and I will see you all next time. Bye.